Hey, this is Brian from Fair City Fire. We are in session at Jackrabbit Sound Shack. you guys and the audience know that we have been on a bit of a break for a bit. Uh, not one that we needed or wanted. It's just we were trying to get artists in throughout the month of June. Uh, and you went out of town. Yeah, I went out of town in May, but then we had the Swift Drag come in after that, and then all of a sudden it was like radio silence for, for quite a bit. Um, I'm guessing summertime is just a huge uh, time for bands to play, festivals, book shows, rest, practice. Is that the case with you all as well? Yeah, I mean, we definitely went on tour in June, so that Did definitely, you? yeah, that's definitely true for us. We Everyone's trying to get away bit. from the heat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> um, where'd y'all end up going? Oh, uh, we went up to New York and back. We've uh, we've done that. This was our third time doing that. So New York City or just different part of New York? Uh, State? Different parts of New York. Actually, we played New York City. We played uh, my hometown in Apple Lake in New York, and okay. then uh, Buffalo, where Clint's from. Okay, yeah, I was I was not there this time around, but yeah. we're gonna start. Putting Buffalo on the list of the places we go, I think. Okay. For sure. Well, where were you at? Uh, well, I just joined the band, so it was uh, a, little, a little premature to throw me into the plans for that. But you're already living here in Austin? Yeah, I've been, I've been here for about five years now. Okay, I got you. Do you guys want to introduce yourselves? Like, let the uh, the audience know who Fair City Fire is and where y'all come from, things like that? Yeah, sure. 
Yes. I'll go. Uh, you go, go, ahead, go, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> we'll start on the left. Sure. Hey, uh, what's up? I'm Joe. Um, Joe Valadez. I'm the drummer for Fair City Fire, and I am from Spring, Texas. Been here in Austin for seven years now, though. Okay. I'm uh, Brett Winning. I'm the bass player, and I'm from Greenwood, Indiana. I'm Clint Manning. I'm the newest addition guitar player. And uh, I'm from Buffalo, New York area originally, and uh, I've been in Austin for about five years. I'm Brian Wolf. I'm from upstate New York, Appalachian to be exact. And uh, yeah, I play guitar and sing in Fair City Fire, and I've been here four and a half years or so. Such a formal introduction. Oh, yeah, yeah right. You guys can relax. You to relax, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had to make sure I, I had to think about it because the last time I said uh, that I was from Houston, my mom sent me a message afterwards and said, you need to make sure everyone knows you're from spring. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to think about it, you know, make sure that everyone knows. So Okay. Yeah, Your I'm, mom will be happy. Yeah, yeah. there you go. <laughs> okay, so we got two two uh, Yankees over here, two from New York. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah you could say that. What, what brought you all down to Austin? Uh, I think it's a pretty similar story, really. Uh, we both, um, it's a little different, I guess, but, you know, I, I was in a band up in New York, and uh, things were going pretty well, but uh, in upstate New York, it's kind of, uh, the ceiling seemed sort of low overall as far right. as, like, what you could do as far as, like, you know, getting into your career and, you know, meeting people to help you out and meeting the right band to be with and stuff. Um it seemed like just coming to Austin was the next step for me. So gotcha. Yeah, I've yeah. been uh, I've been to different parts of upstate New York. It does seem like it could be pretty difficult to get past a certain point musically. For sure. Yeah, yeah I, had, I had a certain standstill. I mean, it seemed at least in my area that most of the bands that were going on to network and play shows and stuff were jam bands, and we just weren't in that scene as much as I like that scene. And so my band was considering relocating to a place where we could find a similar scene and. That kind of fell apart, and uh, so I just moved down here to do my own thing, and it was so it was, it was music and change of pace, I think. Okay, and you said you've been here about five years. Yeah. Okay. Have you played in, in any bands before Fair City Fire? Oh uh, yeah, I, I have my. I mean, I do my own solo work under my name, and I've oh, I've, okay. I've led bands before, but uh, so I'm just taking on a different role in this band than I have in the past. So. so did you meet through mutual friends? Uh, yeah, we've kind of known each other since we moved around here at the same time. We both did open mics and whatnot, and so we were had mutual friends involved in the same scene. So we we knew each other, and uh, but the idea of me joining, uh, they've gone through a, a couple of guitarists recently after uh, after uh, the Derek, last one. after yeah. Derek left the band. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to remember his name. I got that. Right. I switched his name up with Jeremy the other day. That Jeremy was the the last one, but um, yeah. So I'm the newest addition and kind of filling the void they've been looking to fill hopefully so okay are you enjoying it so far uh yeah yeah it's been it's been a great change of pace um, okay everybody's vibing on each other real well <laughs> oh yeah on the oh, spot yeah. clint you're on the spot <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's just no, conversations it's going, it's going well everything's uh yeah okay I'm, I'm excited about it we just i mean i I'm, i've only we played a couple of shows surrounding their tour and then they were gone for a couple of weeks so we're just starting to work on new music and I guess see how I can find my place in uh, whatever the sound is going towards. So Okay, nice. And Brett, Joe, you guys have been with the band since the inception? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. How did everybody come together with Brian and all that? We met um, through a cover band. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was Holly and the Hype was the name of the band. And these two were in it first. And then I came on later. Okay, and what uh, what songs did y'all cover? Things like uh, let's see, <laughs> four non blondes, four non blondes. What's up? Uh, uh, what else? We did a couple Black Keys songs. We did yeah. some. Uh, it's Michael Jackson. Yeah, we did a Michael that, Jackson that song. Cool. Yeah. There was some cool stuff. There was some good stuff. Oh, so you guys are just kind of all over the place with the cover songs. We definitely were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You then, still throw some covers in, or not so much? Every once in a while, Halloween or something. Yeah, yeah. nothing, yeah. nothing like those. Yeah. More. We've been, do- yeah. Stuff, our speed. But there was, there yeah, was like a what? female lead singer. Around the World by yeah, every Chili once Peppers in a while we'll show. do Around the World or um, In Bloom. In Bloom's another fun one. People just, you know, they hear those those songs and they just react and they're like, yeah. And it gets them usually <laughs> right. in, up up going for the next song that hopefully is a rocking one. It's a cheat code. <laughs> do you guys <laughs> think that, uh, do you all think that doing those covers has influenced your song writing? Because, I mean, listening to you all, I listened to a little bit of a, a, one of the records you all have up on Google Play. I think it's your most recent record. 
Um, and then listening to y'all here now with some of, I think there's some newer songs in there, at least one. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, and the simple it, truth, right? That, yeah, that yeah, was that our was full the, album mm-hmm. that we put out. Yeah. And, uh, I was listening to that one the other day, but there's a lot of definitely, as far as musically, a lot of nineties kind of alternative grunge rock influence mm-hmm. kind of mixed in there. So yeah, it makes you, a lot of sense. Yeah. And so yeah. do you think that the, uh, like playing the covers has influenced that or is that just kind of where you guys come from and you gravitate more, you gravitated more toward those covers when you were playing cause they just spoke to you a little bit better. I think it was like the latter of the two. I mean, for myself personally, just, yeah. it was kind of, we played this kind of style and then it was like, well, it's kind of coming from this over here. Let's, why don't we play that you know what i mean yeah yeah i don't think anybody really ever told each other like we need to sound like this or anything like that it was just kind of like hey like let's just all go in a room and see what happens like it you know and you know going from a cover band to trying to like you know be in a rock band where i would step into the you know the singing and you know role and stuff that it was just different you know because we had basically the, the girl that was singing in the cover band was kind of running everything and Mm -hmm. so just like now all of a sudden we're like just on our own doing our own thing doing exactly what we want to do and writing stuff and uh you know i think whenever you do that you just let everybody just do their thing yeah um then you find your sound and hopefully it's unique and just draws from a bunch of different things but the grunge 90s thing is definitely from me for sure yeah yeah (laughs) uh there definitely is kind of uh you know i'm 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 feel everybody's contribution to the music which is really good but it's very cohesive it works out really really well yes Sound Thank good. You. You're tight today. Sweet. Thanks. Well, I see that, um, you know, I was looking at your influences on Facebook and it, it lists uh, Kings of Leon. I definitely hear some cool. Kings of Leon influence. Yeah. I don't necessarily think you guys sound exactly like Kings of Leon or anything like that, but mm-hmm. um, I hear a lot of influences of 90s rock, I would say, and er, like more recent rock, like Kings, Kings of Leon is not really 90s, is it? No, like they kind of tried to pull some of that sound though with mixing it with a few different things. Who would you say your most influential bands are? Kings of Leon would be one of them. Uh, I'd say, yeah, I mean, they're up there, um, for sure, but uh, definitely like Black Keys definitely had a big influence on me, what they were doing. That's um, very obvious in your your vocals. What cool. age are you yeah. guys? You guys are probably what, uh, late 20s, early 30s? I'm 29. Yeah. We're doing this. <laughs> yeah, we're doing, we're doing this. We don't I'm have 30. to we're, we're, keep it a secret. We're right around 30. Yeah, I'm 34. Okay. Yeah. I'm 25. Sitting, okay, at, so sitting at the bottom rung. So the guy on the throne is the youngest member. That's right. Okay. Brett was happy that I even in and out the median again. <laughs> I guess the last guy was, was younger, so he fell a little bit. He was, he was 21. He was 21. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. Feel. That's really yeah. young. Yeah. He tilted tilted a little bit too, too far the other way <laughs> for, yeah. Brett, for Brett's liking. <laughs>
Starting to talk about your songs, um, I the first song I heard was Attack, because that is up on your Facebook page. Yep. And I really like that song. Thank you. Um, maybe you can tell us a little bit about that tune. Cool. Uh, yeah. When we were writing that song, I think we came up with like the kind of the hook and all that stuff together, like the music. That's kind of how things work. Like the the lyrics sort of come in a different area. Like, you know, we'll come up with the music and then I'll go home and write the lyrics for it. Usually that's how it's been working lately. But Attack worked like that. And um, for me, it had this kind of like celebration sort of sound to it, like sort of anthemic sort of deal. So um, I was watching the movie That Thing You Do. You ever seen that? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> there's a scene in it where um, they're all, like, pumped because their music is being playing out, played on the radio for the first time. So they're, like, running around their little town, turning on all oh, the yeah. radios and I stuff. I that scene. Yeah, and that's uh, kind of, I wrote that song to try to, like, you just capture that feeling, I guess. So, yeah, hoping to... Uh, <laughs> Get it on the radio. Feel, yeah, yeah, basically, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so funny. So you said that you guys start... With music first, and then you, you'll add lyrics to it on top of that? Yeah, I mean, it kind of changes from song to song. Mm-hmm. Oh, just it seems like that's sort of been the, the case lately. Do okay. you, like, keep a pad of paper by your bed and, like, write <laughs> poetry? I mean, a lot of songwriters do that. They carry mm-hmm. it around with them, and, you know, they're constantly, like, a John Mayer is one of those that just, that dude's, like, writing songs all the time. Yeah, I mean, I the nice thing is, like, phones, you have, like, the little notepad or whatever, so, so that's what I use. Yeah, I've got, like... A billion little notes of like, oh, that's a good, that's a good phrase. Like that just hits my brain at some point. Like, hey, that might be cool in a song, you know. And I'll just, I'll just jot that down. Maybe. Like so, do you, do you find like in the morning or in the evening when you're laying down to go to sleep or a road trip? I find road trips. I don't know. I'll be like, yeah, out in the middle of the country, starting some country song, you know, and I'll start. <laughs> I'll record it in on my memo on my phone, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I'm you like, that's terrible. <laughs> That. Yeah, <laughs> a couple of days later, you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> I, yeah. got a, I got a bunch of random like whistling files where like, you know, I'm hearing the song in my head and I'm trying to like record it on my phone in the middle of the night or something. And, like, whistling melodies. Hey, listen to it later. I'm like, I have no idea what this is supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> so, Brett, yeah, do you write songs when you're also? Uh, once in a while. Like it's you sit down rare. and sing and write songs? Yeah, it's it's very rare. But yeah, every once in a while, I'll sit down with a, a guitar and play it poorly and try but to write stuff. As of right now... Brian's doing most of the like lyric writing. Yeah, know? that's right. But you guys are kind of composing together musically and writing together at rehearsals. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah typically, what happens is like some will come in with a riff, and then it'll just kind of build on that mm-hmm. from there. Whether it be Brian or myself or soon to be yeah Clint. Like I said, we've only had a couple practices since I've joined where mm-hmm. there's a writing process involved. So gotcha. Just, do you think How it, it might is still new to me. go more that direction where like somebody else will say, Hey, I got this song idea with these lyrics. It's and it's maybe kinda, you might sing a lead on a song or you might sing a lead oh. on a song. Or do you, do you think that it would go that direction ever? Is that something you guys even want to do? Well, it's something we kind of do already, but uh-huh. as far as singing leads, Brian's, Brian's going to be the guy that takes the reins on that. Okay. Um, with Derek, <clears throat> the guy that was playing before the original guy, they kind of split it. Brian was a 60-40 split kind of around there. but okay. uh, Sometimes that confuses the audience. It can. It was I a good sound. So. It, it made it, it worked for us, but then once he was gone, it was kind of like, okay, let's just stick to one singer and let Brian take that. Kind of go from there. But, yeah, as far as writing goes, like if one of us do, yeah, it, Brian will typically sing it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I'd like to talk to Brett and Joe a little bit about where you guys – come from musically because you are a really tight rhythm section for what's going on. It sounds really good. It's, it's not overly complicated with anything that's going on. It fits really well with it, but at the same time it stands out. So playing bass, what are your influences? You know what I mean? Uh, where, where do you kind of pull that from? How long have you been playing? Things like that. Um, what drew you to playing bass? Well, it was just, oh, I didn't start playing bass though. I was like 24 Okay. And I just, I had moved to a new city and didn't know anyone and started hanging out with these guys that were in a band and would just go and kind of hang out and watch. And their bass player left. And so one of the leads, the lead singer asked, Hey, you should play. And I was like, Well, I, I don't, I don't even, <laughs> I'd have no idea. So, anyways, he talked me into buying a bunch of gear and it's actually the same stuff that I got now. Sweet. 
and then just kind of taught myself um, playing. But I've always listened to uh, growing up was more of hip hop. So okay. nat- naturally, the bass is kind of right, very uh, driving. Yeah, and I, I guess I didn't really realize that until later. Yeah. Um, but I would say that's probably why I gravitate towards the bass. Well, okay. same thing with a lot of good funk music too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you say hip hop, what are, what are you talking? Oh, uh, like Tribe, De La Soul, um, Gangstar. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Tribe Called Quest. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's KRS-One, Talib Kweli, Mostef, all those guys. Had uh, Had you played any instruments before you just decided to say, okay, let me just try bass out? No. no? I mean, like, I dabbled. I bought a guitar when I went off to college mm-hmm. and, and, and tried to learn it myself. But Don't have it anymore. I was to impress <laughs> the ladies. It. No, uh, I still have it. I actually nice. still have the same guitar. Nice. No, I. There was no formal training or anything like that. Nice. Kind well, of, kind of surprised me. Good job. Thank you. Yeah, appreciate that. Yeah, I was going to say that too about earlier. We were talking about influence and stuff, uh, influences and whatnot. And we kind of all have different, I think, influences as far as sure. Um, what each of us, I think, maybe grew up listening to or kind of into. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I guess as for me, uh, a lot of hip hop. Uh, definitely, um, NWA, different things like that tribe. So, uh, <laughs> people like that, but then also, um, I don't know, people as far as like Chris Isaac or James Taylor, all the way to Led Zeppelin to funk music, th- different things like that. And my, um, family was really musical. Finally, whenever I was, I think 15 or 16, I got my first crate of records, which came from my aunt and uncle. And it had things like kiss to a Joan, um, Joan Rivers comedy record, you know, it was just, and everything okay. in between. It was really crazy. Uh, Steely Dan was in that and, um, Van Halen and stuff. It was really cool. So to, uh, so I kind of grew up on that and then I did a lot of, listened to a lot of jazz in the last okay. like eight to nine years too. A lot, a lot of jazz. Gotcha. Yeah. That's good. That's kind of where my brain was going with things just cause you tend to keep, you keep the space filled. Mm-hmm. with the drumming for the most part. Now, there are, there are a lot of sections where the arrangement is really nice where you'll drop out where it's necessary. It's not, like I said earlier, it's not overkill. It just works really well. Sweet. I was about to ask if you'd listen to house music like in the late <laughs> 90s, early 2000s, just because it's kind of a constant thing. I was a big, on, but... big uh, fan of Daft Punk for sure. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so am I. They're kind of geniuses. <laughs> um... I do want to talk to you all about podcasts because I heard a couple of different people. I know you have a podcast. Do you have... Because you were mentioning one earlier. Do you have one separate? Or do you guys do it together? It's the whole band does it. The yeah, whole band yeah. does okay yeah, whole band. for other bands. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Generally, it's it's been cool. Uh, uh, Brett's roommate actually, uh, uh, Matt Jones. He do, he does a great job hosting it for us. He's helped us out in a lot of ways as far as like, got getting our website up and all mm-hmm. that stuff. And like, he had this idea about starting a podcast, and uh, we were all about it. And it's been cool. Like, we'll have bands that we're about to play with mm-hmm. that we might not know that well come on the podcast and talk to them about their music, talk to them about why we're excited to play with them, all that stuff. And all of a sudden, we become, like, really close with those people. You know? Right. And that show becomes more special. And mm-hmm. so there's a little bit of that. But, you know, it's a lot of just, like, getting together and, you know, cross-promoting, kind of trying to help each other out. You know, gotcha. I liked your game shows. I think we need to work in some game shows. Today. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'd like to get some sound effects. That'd be awesome. I have a little board. Yeah. We got that every once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. We got that every once in a while. Sound effects there. Yeah. But it, yeah, it's it's really fun to connect the other bands before we go because then when we see them, it's like, hey, what's up? Good yeah. to see you again. Glad yeah. we got to hang out. That's something that's happened with us over doing this. I mean, we've met so many people and so many cool bands and kind of like connected ourselves a little deeper into the uh, the scene here in town, which has been nice for me. I'm not an extremely outgoing person. Mm-hmm. Um, Vance is a really good networker, and he likes to get out and meet everybody he can, which is good. Well, that's how I met Brian. <clears throat> I met Brian through Scott of Finite Fidelity, and actually at a show at Saxon Pub, that was the first time we met. Yeah, that was cool, man. And I'd been wanting to get you guys on here ever since I heard them do your podcast. Yeah. And uh, nice. we gave Ryan a hard time when he came in here about the whole game show thing because it was I think it was something to do with like how many people are is it how many people or how many instruments were at a quartet yeah oh yeah oh yeah he was he argued he was sore about that he blew that one yeah gotta give you a little hard time there Ryan if you're listening yeah Yeah, that was good he was bitter he stood by his uh 
he stood by his guns on that one. But, yeah. um, it makes it so much worse. If you, <laughs> you know, yeah. the fact that he's not just like, oh, yeah, I was wrong. Sorry, guys. He's just really just carrying it with him. I'm yeah. sure he catches flack for that every other day or so. But we had yeah. those guys in here. Finite Fidel, you know, did Red and Blue here. And uh, I mixed and recorded that record for them. And I actually worked with Scott at Music and Arts. And he sort of had dropped you guys' name. You guys had done a bunch of shows. I kept seeing Fair City Fire's name yeah. on the bill with Finite Fidelity. Mm-hmm. And I think, and then I ran into you again at their CD release party. And I was like, dude, we got to get you guys on the podcast. Yeah, that was cool. So I'm cool, glad man. you finally are here. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. This is awesome. I'm really glad you guys came in. I'm red. Welcome to the welcome to Impromptu Say It Loud podcast. <laughs> On the move. Say It Loud is what the name of the podcast is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We want to promote you guys too as, as much as we can. Okay. Yeah, that sure. was the name of our first uh, EP that we put out. It's called Say It Loud, and that was the first song that was, you know, we put out there and tried to promote and stuff. I think that was really the first song that we wrote as a, as like a band. Like the first, you know, Brian had come with some songs, Brad had come with a song, Derek had come with a couple of songs, but that song was the first one that we had 
just brought in a beat, or I think Brett brought in a, a bass beat or bass lick. He brought in the lyrics too. Yeah, and oh, Brett lyrics. wrote that yeah, one. Yeah, I, yeah. Wrote, I wrote in the song. That's yeah, okay. <laughs> there you go, all that. Where can people yeah. find your podcast? Uh, on our website, faircityfire.com. Yeah. Okay. Uh, iTunes as well, I believe. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, yeah, it's a lot of fun. We love doing that. But uh, so uh, when did you guys decide you wanted to uh, start a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I'll uh, answer that. It was uh, actually David's idea. Um, mm. We went to audio engineering school together. Did you go, go. to audio, audio engineering school? Somebody no. here did. No, nope. I did. You did. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, I went to I went to school for music industry, and my minor was audio production. Okay, and where was that? In SUNY Oneonta. Okay, it's like a couple hours outside of New York City. Gotcha. So we went to school together. That's how we met. We both got a job working as a lab instructor at MediaTek Institute. Cool. And at the time, it was at Arlen Studios mm-hmm. over there off of Lamar, or Congress, sorry. Yep. And um, yeah, we did that for a while. We worked the night shift, like one, what was it, 9 to 2 a.m. in the morning or something, something crazy. Yeah, something like that. And basically, we were helping students with their labs and whatnot. And we got, they had a nice API console there and nice gear and everything. And then basically, Freddie Fletcher and the owner of that uh, company, which is no more, no more in Austin, uh, decided to part, and they moved to a different location across the way, over off St. Elmo. Yeah, over by Sound mm-hmm. Soundcheck. Yeah, it was like a big. It was like an office warehouse. building. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and it it just never was the, was the same after that. And he actually got out of there while the getting was good, yeah. and I stuck around and got fired. <laughs> and <laughs> they did this this thing where it was like we'd been working there for a couple of months already. And then our supervisor kind of corralled all of the night employees together in the room and said, hey, I've got this form for you guys to sign. Y'all were supposed to have signed it when you got hired, quote unquote. But essentially it says that we can get rid of you anytime we want. And so and David was like, was like, screw you, I'm out of here. Bye. Like, that means you guys are getting ready to get rid of I'm a like, good amount of us. I'm like, not going to fire us and all. <laughs> they but did. They, but they did. And the thing was is they had gotten federal funding and in order to keep the federal funding going, they had to provide a certain amount of jobs after graduation. And it was a one-year program. And they weren't getting enough jobs. And so uh, we're probably going to be shunned for talking about this. But anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was one of those things where they had to keep the the education, I mean, uh, the, the jobs after their education. And so they needed to bring in the graduating class you know, that was happening. And so they pretty much cleaned house and got rid of everybody. And wow. it was unfortunate because we were working out, of, I was working out of Arlen. I was working out of uh, Ray Benson's studio wow. at Bismo. And I mean, I had that whole place to myself. It was nice. That's cool. And these kids weren't booking time. And so I'd be over there waiting for kids to show up to, to use the studio. And I, I mean, I had a Hammond B3 at my disposal with a <laughs> Leslie, Leslie, a baby grand. I brought my drum kit in there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was just like writing songs and recording music and getting paid for it. I was like, this is going to end. There's no way this is <laughs> too good to be <laughs> true. Yeah, this is too good. And I got yeah. to meet Ray Benson and then I interned at uh, Perdinalis, which mm-hmm. David and I were both offered that position. He had so much going on. He was working like two jobs. I think at the time I was working three jobs. Three jobs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't Ooh. able to get out there. And I'll let you yeah. continue. Um, I don't know. Yeah, outside of that, we were just kind of looking for some way to utilize the information that we'd gotten. Fans had this studio that was really nice. I hadn't uh, gotten to come in here as much as I would have liked. Um, and I had an idea for something, a different kind of show than this, similar but not quite the same. And I'd still like to maybe do that, but I'm going to keep that mum for the moment. But uh, I figured this would be a good way to get into that because I've always been interested in getting to know more about the bands themselves. Like I've always liked um, acoustic sets whenever I see it. I like smaller, intimate venues whenever you get to kind of be a lot closer with the band or whenever you get to hang out with the band afterward. You just get to learn a lot more about uh, the the people themselves and get to appreciate their music a little bit more for it whenever you're in settings like that. And I've always liked that. And I that was something I wanted to try and bring to anybody who's willing to listen to it. Um, so it's kind of a deal where... We bring in bands. They get to come in, check out the studio, which is good for Vance's business. I get to kind of push what I like as far as getting to know the bands. The bands get to come in and have something recorded and get to know us and how we work as engineers. And hopefully once we get to a point of listenership, it'll promote you guys just as much, if not more, than than 
fans in his studio and things like that. And what a lot of people don't know about him is he's an amazing uh, graphic designer and artist and visual artist. And he did my logo. And and so it really works well because right now he's working on two websites, one for the studio, one for the podcast. It really works well. He did merchandise designs. And I mean, it just helps having somebody that has those skills yeah, uh, as well as has a great ear. It is exhausting though. Uh, so we're looking for a social media guru. So if you're willing to do it for free, it's hard to remember to do all that stuff. Like we're like recording and, Oh, we got to go live on, Oh, we got to do, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, we got to do a story and a boomerang and then we got to go do a Snapchat <laughs> over here. Snapchat. Yeah. Snapchat yeah. kids. <laughs> yeah. It's a Snapchat's lot. one of the ones that we still haven't, uh, haven't gotten on to, but that's okay. Joe's going to take us yeah. there. Yeah. yeah I, I think we're supposed to be starting Snapchat the new Snapchat here uh, soon. So look out for the Fair City Fire Snapchat, everyone. All right. And I'm much older. I'm 41 years old. And so a lot of the bands come in here are younger and they're like, dude, you need to get with the times. <laughs> like you are so not connected to social media. Like Scott Blanca was one of them. And he's yeah. like, they're over here, you know, the whole time on their phone when they're listening back. And I'm like, you guys aren't even listening to what we're playing, you know. Yeah. He's like, you got to do this social media thing, man. Like you're not doing it enough. And so it's really helped us to kind of push us. The bands are coming in and saying, hey, you need to do more social media. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, you really have to. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. something that happens right pretty, now. Yeah, pretty much. Any I mean, kind of business yeah. you're in, it's, that's got to be yeah. a big part of it. And it's good for the bands to come in here and be able to tag you guys in it. Yeah. You know, and stuff yeah. and then put it on their sure. stuff and whatnot. And so do you guys have like a dedicated social media person within the band? Uh, we've we've you just kind of definitely all split it up now. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'd say Brian runs the majority of it. Okay. Yeah. Is that Especially who I was like, talking to? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I didn't even know who I was <laughs> yeah, talking yeah. to. Uh, no, I do the Facebook stuff, and okay. uh, Brett and Joe do like Instagram and all that. Snapchat. Stuff. Really a little bit of Snapchat. Yeah. Gotcha. So right. I'm still figuring out my role. <laughs> he'll, Although, he'll right now, you're the guitar I did, player. I did share new. today's outing on my own personal account. There you go. You know, there you go. Got that going. Yes. You're nice. still new, right? Still, okay. <laughs> still new. You got some time. What uh, What are y'all's plans throughout the rest of the year? Do y'all have anything set up? Uh, yeah. the The big thing is our our show at Antone's coming up. Uh, mm. It's uh, called the Too Damn Hot Affair. It's going to be the second year we've done it. Uh, okay. And it's with uh, Finite Fidelity. Okay. Uh, that girl Dre and Doctor Joe. Which, Dr. Joe. Uh, oh man, they're like it's going to be a killer lineup. Yeah. And, uh, We've all wanted to play Antones forever, so this is going to be right. a really cool chance to do that. And so, when is that? August eighteenth. August eighteenth. Yeah. Okay, yeah, probably will be too damn hot. <laughs> yep. And we've yep. Uh, and we've partnered with the Sims, the Sims Foundation too. So a little bit of money is going to go back to the Sims to help them out. Um, what is that foundation? Sims Foundation. Uh, do you guys want to? I mean, Brett, you can probably better explain it. I think you guys went and met them, right? We did. It's just uh, it helps with mental health for artists and musicians. Oh, here nice. In town. Yeah. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah, and so we're helping out with them, and um, we're gonna have you know raffles and different things like that, little uh, things for for the folks that are coming out, and uh, we'll have more details about it coming out here soon for sure. Oh, cool! You guys didn't like give away the the goose, right? With no, announcing no, that? okay, no, 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 no not no. at all. Yeah. And I think by the time this comes out, it'll, it'll everyone should know the deal. Okay, <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, we're super excited about that show, though. Nice. Yeah, yeah it sounds like it's going to be good. I've uh, seen that girl Dre. They they're a really fun band. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to, especially to watch live. They're on Penny Loafer PR, right? I think, I think so. so. Yeah, mm. um, people have told us we need to get them on here. Oh, that, oh, girl? that, girl, that Dre? girl Dre, definitely. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah, they're fun. Um, I, want, I wanted to ask you guys. I saw a bunch of pictures of you guys at the Chicago Music Exchange. Yeah. What yeah. was that all about? Uh, it was uh, last tour for the Simple Truth when the album came out. We went on tour and uh, we stopped in Chicago. And God, that music store was awesome. Like we just have you guys been there? Yeah, I saw the pictures. No. It looked incredible. It's yeah. just, I mean, yeah, just a giant room. There's guitars just everywhere. There's a whole other section that's for drums too. And then they had all the basses down in the basement. Which <laughs> I thought was really awesome. <laughs> nice. I, I that was a nice basement. little play. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was a, a pretty amazing spot. I think that was heaven for. All four of us, I think. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Yeah, for sure. So did did you guys record the recording conservatory? Conservatory? Can't talk. Uh, we recorded drums and bass for the album. Uh, there? There. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's Which here in cool. town? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's, uh, where, where is that? It's, it's like, like a 2222. Mm-hmm. And uh, are you familiar with Emma Long State Park, where that's at? 2222 East 
or excuse me, west of uh, um, 360. It's out in the hills. Yeah. Okay. So you did, you guys tracked rhythm uh, there, and then where did you do the rest of the record? A little place called Toy Car Studios that uh, is no longer here. Uh, They moved to Wisconsin. Yeah, Eclair, Wisconsin. Hmm. Mm -hmm. It's Um, an interesting move. yeah. Yeah. How old is that record? Uh, came out last April, so a little, okay, over, little a year. over a year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you guys are thinking about maybe getting back into the studio sometime? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. the other thing. We you know, we released Attack as a single. We've got uh, uh, No Promises coming out, I believe, uh, in the next two or three weeks or so, hopefully. Is Let's No see. Promises the name of another song or an EP or a record or... Uh, it's the song. It's the song, um, okay. Yeah, and that's then... That's one of the ones we did today. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, we did okay. that one second, I believe. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, so we're definitely excited to get out like another single out there, and then um, then we're definitely gonna just start writing for a new album, and gotcha. uh, with plans to hopefully get something out next spring or so. Yeah. Okay, awesome. full thing. Well, if you ever need a place to record, all right, cool. Yeah. I wanted to say, I mean, comments. I know you guys, y'all might have something going on, but I would, I would love to work with you guys, uh, cool. engineering production wise. Something to keep in mind, no pressure, but yeah, anyhow, nice. it was a yeah. good time, and I think things will sound really nice. Cool. Exactly. Definitely, cool. definitely keep that in mind for sure. This, this right is a on. cool studio. This is a great place. Yeah, we get some Thank pretty you. good stuff coming out of here. And there's a lot of good drums, drum stuff, like a mm-hmm. toy box over True. here. Yeah. Just drums. Big toy and stuff. wall. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so August 18th, is that the next show you guys have coming up this year, at least planned for right now? It is, yeah. yes. Yeah. yeah, it is. And then I, I mean, think, granted, that's only yeah. what, three weeks from now? Yeah, yeah. it's not point. coming up yeah. quick. It'll be here um, soon. Yeah, for real. So yeah, you know, we got a lot of work ahead of us kind of trying to promote that, get getting the word out about that and stuff and uh, trying to make that as best show that we've ever played. You know, that's always right. the goal, you know, yeah. but, um, well, hell, whenever I was watching you guys play just in here in the studio, I was sitting on the couch. And so I really only had this window here and I just saw Brett and Joe really getting after it, especially on the last song that we're going to do Johnny. Yeah. And you guys were really getting into it, which is cool to see in the studio. Cause I mean, mm-hmm. it, you can hear it in the recording and it cool. Sounds great. So I think you cool. guys are on the right track as far as, putting on a good show. Don't you find 
I hate to backtrack, but I really like the Hold On To You song. Cool. Cool. Um, What is that one about? Uh, well, it's, yeah, it's... (laughs) It's kind of a little bit different than your other songs. It's kind of more mellow and... It is. It's kind of about, um, I'm trying to think. I've never had to explain this song before. Is it Um, about a lady? Definitely is about a lady, yeah. (laughs) Which, um, I I don't write so much about, about the ladies. I mean, it's... It's not as much as other guys who or like people in general that just write about relationship stuff. Like I I tend to try to avoid that because That's so cliche anyway. You know, so many people I've recorded a lot of artists and like the it's like, well, gotta break up with this girl so I can write another record or meet a new girl to write another record about yeah. another girl. And it's like it's just so yeah. obvious. It is. I well, like songwriting that's not maybe so obvious. I mean, I like it all. I mean, it's all yeah. it's it's fine. Like if you want to write about that stuff and it comes from an honest place and it's like right. I mean, and every song really is a love something. song in its own right. Yeah. Like it's all right. about love or deals with love or loving something or somebody or losing it or whatever. But as I mean, long as yeah. it comes from the heart. Right. Yeah, just you know, that song was just about a girl who is uh kind of frustrated by a, a recent thing that had happened to her in a relationship and uh I was like really kind of falling in love with her and it was just sort of like this like this thing where she was just guarded because of like what had just happened to her. So it was just like that's where that song came from and then things didn't work out. But oh. I got a song out of the deal. Yeah. So that's yeah. yeah. I'd say that worked out pretty well. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I'd say so. Not so. a bad song either. Yeah. yeah. Great, great <laughs> yeah. song. Uh, so how many of the songs actually that you guys played for us today are new ones? First two for sure. Shake Your Bones. Uh, Shake Your Bones yeah. is new. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... Those first so four, four, I guess. Are, yeah. So hold on to you as a new one as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah I guess so, attack is like we've recorded it. So I don't know if you can really call mm-hmm. it yeah. new, but it is like yeah. And no promises is about to come out soon. Gotcha. So I guess we kind of consider only really shake your bones and hold on to you. Probably n- newer ones. Are no one's of, really heard. Are, are any of these from the Simple Truth record or not? Uh, Johnny was. Johnny okay. was the first. That's track. the opening track. Yeah, yep. I was going to say that's kind of the song that I associate being you guys. Cool. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a good song. That's That was my first introduction to you all, which is a great opening for the record. Um, but that's kind of what I associated with that. But then coming in here and hearing these new songs, they do sound different. They have a little bit of a different sound to them, which I appreciate. I can appreciate growth in bands whenever it's done right. So Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think uh, a word people used to throw at us a lot was blues. Like, they hear it, they're like, yeah. oh, I hear blues. And I'm like, I don't, like, <laughs> like okay. Like, that's yeah. cool. Like, as long as it's like... I hear blues like it's songs. Right. It's not like ah the negative thing. Well, blues you know? also covers a pretty large spectrum. I yeah. mean, Black Keys are technically blues if you want to get into it. You know, Dimebag sure. Daryl played blues guitar. Essentially, it was just really fast and loud. You know, yeah, it was blues yeah. scales and things like that. So for sure, but you know, people still say that about us, and it's like I think we're we're definitely not that that's a problem. I mean, it's part of our identity. It's fine, mm-hmm. but it's like we're moving away from that. I think cool a little bit more. Um, you know, kind of. Uh, just just different rock and like straight ahead rock music. I think is what we're sure. going for. I think I think the best part was or the best time that uh, we had a name was whenever we played at the Victory Grill and they labeled us as Outlaw Country. <laughs> and I was uh, wow. I was, like, I was like, okay, all right, uh, I, mm, mm, okay, maybe. Yeah, I, don't know. I don't know if that fits. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know either. <laughs> okay, I don't know who's on that job. Hey, that who was did you funny. guys um comic strip? thing that's on there oh that was matt matt jones did those scratch my yeah. back with your killer rift thing <laughs> i saw that i was like i thought david would like that because i don't know I, yeah He's I like, he likes that. comics i'm and... curious oh they're great yeah, yeah. the take... fair city fire chronicles yeah, yeah. Right, where, said, yeah. where are these at you said who made uh, they're them? on the website matt uh, jones the guy that does our podcast he made those yeah gotcha. they're on facebook we're gonna have to get a couple more of those out here soon yeah. For, for things coming up. That would be cool to have like inside of a CD or something, you know. That would. Yeah, that'd be really yeah. cool. Not a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah. You guys can com- become like comic book superheroes and have like a little like thwack. And- we'll have powers. Yeah, <laughs> wow. sure. yeah, yeah. Pop and whatnot. I'm oh. into that. That sounds great. Kind of cool. Yeah, that's funny. I don't know. Did you already tell everybody where to find all your information? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, faircityfire.com is kind of like the main part, but, you know, we've got Facebook and Instagram. Just look for Fair City Fire on any of those. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're down by Waterloo Records, I see that I saw that you actually went into the store and filmed yourself going into the yeah. store. Yeah, I think and there's still the a couple CD in there. The CD is in there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you want to pick up the the 
the CD that's out. That's the only CD that's out, right? Yeah, it's the only the full Simple album Truth. we put out. Yeah, mm-hmm. we've Waterloo got an Records. EP that we we give out at our shows. If you sign the mailing list, basically, but okay. it's yeah. But uh, as far as like stuff for sale, it's like yeah, gotcha. that album's the only thing. And how often do you guys play shows? Kind of depends. I mean, yeah, we've been trying to play a lot more uh, frequently, like outside of town. So we, you know, sure. we just got done with Houston, and we uh, have a few things outside of the Austin area here. We try to do that more frequently, or trying to start to do that more frequently. Mm-hmm. Um, but here in Austin, it's definitely it's slowed down a little bit. Just you know, we want to if we want to have a really good turnout at the too damn hot affair. You know, nothing, right. nothing. We haven't really all kind of decided like. Mm, Nothing before that because we don't want to, you know, worry about promotion or taking right. away from somebody else's show and stuff like that. And, sure. and you know, it's it's a mutual thing for sure. So we want to make sure that show is the best one that we can possibly have. So nothing up until then. We try to space big things out pretty gotcha. well. But okay. after Too Damn Hot Affair, who knows? You know, we might start playing every day. Times, yeah, a couple, a couple times, uh, <laughs> you know, a month or something like that Sweet. here afterwards. Do y'all yes. have any places that y'all play more frequently than others? I mean, I've no, played just kind of Stubbs all over four times now or something, mm-hmm. you know, which mm-hmm. is great. Stubbs. But, uh, you know, other than that, it's kind of all over the place. I mean, yeah. it's like one-to-one bar. Like one-to-one, yeah. Okay. I like that place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, guys, cool. the sound guy's good. Yeah. Sounds great. Oh, How about great. Saxon Pub? You been over there? Uh, we haven't played there yet. You yeah. should get a gig yeah. there. Mm-hmm. I'd like to. Yeah. It's got that legendary status to it. You guys cool had Finite Fidelity at Saxon Pub. That'd be a cool show. That would be cool. That'd be fun. Yeah, we love playing with those guys. Mm-hmm. They're they're a great band and they're really cool. Like they're definitely just good to have around and stuff. So that's yeah. why you see us on bills a lot together. It's just like we love them. Yeah. Hope your tour. Nice. Hope your tour is going well, guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, out there on the yeah. road, you guys. Be safe. <laughs> gotcha. All right. So August eighteenth is your next show over at Antones. Uh, do y'all know how much it's going to cost to get into the show? I think it's eight in advance and ten at the door. I believe. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah. And who are some of the other bands that y'all are playing with? Uh, Finite Fidelity, uh, That Girl Dre, and Dr. Joe. Dr. Joe, okay. Yeah. Have you guys and seen Dr. Joe yet? No, Not Dr. Familiar. Joe's a new one. Oof. You need to see Is that Dr. a band Joe. or is it an individual? It's, it's, it's a, a band. doctor. Yeah, he's, a, he's, he is a doctor, actually. He's is a, he really? He's oh, yeah, a he's, a, he's a dentist. Is he? <laughs> yeah, he really is. <laughs> but yeah, he has a band. Awesome. He does. He's yeah, a whole band. Yeah, he does like dentistry all day, and then he's like in a band. And it's awesome. It's so good. Yeah, he's got this giant organ that he brings with him. A three hundred pound, yeah. Like, is this and, guy online? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm yeah, yeah. He's, he's also a, a crazy person. I saw him play at uh, Works. <laughs> Cheer Up Charlie's. Like, <laughs> I feel like he's, I feel like he's, you know, mild mannered for the most part when you talk to him. But you get him on stage, he gets this like look in his eye. These guys weren't there, but I, I, I told them the story. Um, so, anyways, I'm like sitting there watching Doctor Joe, and all of a sudden he busts out this guitar, which he's never had that before because he, he plays like. Yeah, piano and like he's got like four different keyboards going. So he's got like all these really cool tones. And then he busts out a guitar mm. and he's just shredding on this thing going crazy. And he's like starts to walk around the crowd and he sees me and he didn't notice that I was there until that moment. And like all these people are kind of like, you know, trying to like play on it and stuff. And like he's, he's just letting it happen. He's loving the moment. And then <laughs> right. he sees me and he looks at me and he gets that look in his eyes like – like he's about to do something insane, like, and I'm like, uh, what's what's about to happen? And I'm gonna tell you, if you see that look, run away, leave leave the building. Uh, what what happened? He he <laughs> grabbed the back of my head and smashed it into the guitar. You're kidding? Me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So no it just made way. this like like just so hardcore too. Like, that is awesome. My hat went flying off like into the crowd, like it. It hurt. It felt like somebody punched me in the face. Did anybody get that on film? <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, man. Yeah. I it's wish. good thing he only does it on stage. <laughs> not like, you know, it's time for your root canal. Yeah, right. <laughs> Jesus I'm like, just, tired like, of the office today. He just yeah. grabbed your head and was like, back. Oh, yeah, and it was hard. Like, it was, yeah, I'm like, I'm lucky he didn't catch the right angle and, like, break my nose or something. It was hardcore. Yeah. What? Like, Did you guys know each other, or did he just oh, decide to pick right. on you? No, no, we knew each other. He, okay. was, he was on our podcast, actually. He was we your did, guest. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He gets too excited around me. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he's trying to give the, himself some extra business. Yeah. 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 There you go. Yeah. That shit was hilarious. Were you but, a good sport about it? I'm sure. Oh yeah, yeah. I was. I was laughing actually. Because what else are you supposed to do? Like, I don't <laughs> You're know. Laughing and bleeding from the head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <right. That's, laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like, That's I'm gonna insane. get mad. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> He's like, I'll like, see you on Monday for that chipped tooth, Brian. Yeah. That's a great story, man. 
Okay, well, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, that'll get some people out to the show. Just hearing yeah. that. Yeah, yeah just, right. just you know, no, I'm don't, intrigued. don't let yourself be that guy. You know, <laughs> let that happen to somebody else who's not listening to this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> They're not prepared. Right. <laughs> All right. Awesome. So, faircityfire.com, where people can find you and kind of branch out to your social media stuff. I imagine. And and if uh, you're not like I don't know, maybe you rather do something else. We're also on Spotify too. Sure. You know, go follow the band. Go. Uh, listen to us on Spotify. Um, yeah, what digital outlets iTunes, are you guys Google on? Because, like I said, I listen to you all on Google Play. Yeah, we're also Pretty on... much all of it, man. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. iTunes, Spotify, Google Play. I think you can find us on Amazon, Amazon Music as okay. well. Um, so, yeah, go check us out gotcha. there, so too. Many, the many avenues and... for you guys to, to listen to these guys' mm-hmm. actual records. Mm-hmm. And you can find, like I said, just reiterating that, but you can find yeah. it all in our, our website as well. Perfect. Links to that. Yeah, no, that's great. We want, we want the listeners to be able to find you wherever they can. So, mm-hmm. all the information that you guys want to give out is... is do we have a band camp? Yeah, we do. We do. We a band hey. camp. Yeah. There you go. Do you have, have MySpace? Yeah, that's yeah. right. We do have a band camp. No, no may, MySpace. There may no, be a SoundCloud no, out no there. MySpace. MySpace. No MySpace. There may be a SoundCloud out there if it's not if it's not gone yet, <laughs> if they haven't deleted it yet. Uh, well, <laughs> all right. Or SoundCloud. Okay. In that case, um, fans, have you got anything else you'd like to say? <laughs> yes. Um, something weird happened with our Jackrabbit soundcheck page, and suddenly... All of my likes went away. So do us a favor. For the studio page or the yes. session page? I okay. had like almost 2,000 likes. I was almost there. And suddenly it dropped to like 200. I don't know. It was very weird. I had um. not contacted Facebook about it. But if you're out there, go please like Jackrabbit Soundcheck's page. It's at Jackrabbit Soundcheck at In Session. JRSS. JRSS. You can find us at www.insessionjrss.com. Check out our past episodes. Um, we got a video on there that's pretty cool of Timbero Del Norte, and we do appreciate for, or I'm sorry, we do apologize for the delay in episodes. It was a little bit difficult, but we are working. We've already got a couple of more episodes booked up throughout the end of the year, and we're uh, we're rushing pretty good to try and fill in some more of those voids. We're going to try and get booked out throughout the end of the year, so you guys have uh, some good quality shows to listen to. And again, if y'all have any suggestions, insights, input. Please let us know. Uh, you can contact us through Twitter, Facebook, um, Gmail, Gmail. Yeah, our, co- contact us. Email us through our Gmail account and uh, in session jrss at gmail.com. And if you're a band out there that wants to come on the podcast, please contact us. And um, yes, the next episode is going to be episode. This is episode thirteen. The next one's episode fourteen. It's going to be featuring the Jonathan Fox band. All right. Well, thanks again for listening in, everybody. Again, we apologize for the delay, but we are working hard to try and get you guys continued content. Uh, Subscribe to the podcast. That way you can get updates whenever we release a new episode. Thank you for listening in. We are also on YouTube. You can like and subscribe to that. Click the little bell so you get notifications whenever we upload something new. Uh, In that case, I'm going to go ahead and sign us out, say goodbye. We'd really like to thank you guys once again for coming in. Y'all sounded great. Awesome, guys. It's been a really good chat. I appreciate it. Thank Thank you. you. It was a pleasure. Awesome. Uh, All right. Well, we are going to, we haven't announced any of the other songs, but we're going to announce this last one. So we're going to finish up the show with Johnny, which is the opening track off of their full-length record, The Simple Truth. We will see you guys next time.
This is Fair City Fire saying happy Kwanzaa.